Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 179. My very special guest on today's show is Miko from the band Chroma. They hail from Finland. They've just released a brand new single called Slaves. And they've got a new album out next year, which is uh, touted to be amazing judging by their previous output as well they've got a couple of albums out already um and uh, slaves was my sort of drop into this band and yeah i absolutely loved it and i've gone back and i've checked out the other stuff and it, it's great as well but it kind of encompasses a lot of my musical taste so you've got that kind of like proggy genty kind of um sugary kind of um metal side of things but you've also got this electronic edge as well uh which is brilliant it's a brilliant mash of sounds and everything so please go check them out the single is called slaves it is out now it is on all formats so go check it out check out their video they cut together during lockdown and everything uh from their tour with ginger last year or earlier this year and uh yeah they've got loads of stuff going on thank you to everyone that's been um listening over this lockdown period we're kind of out of that now we're in december fuck december um <laughs> it is almost the holidays uh for those that are out there and looking forward to that type time of year um but yeah um sort of settling on this weekly uh, release schedule now which is kind of cool every friday we're dropping new uh new episodes i've got a new one next week with a band called them damn kings um and then i've got a special christmas one coming out on the 18th as well so keep your eyes and ears out for that one um it was quite a quite a sort of like hefty kind of like interview when i got the yes and i was like oh my god it's i'm not gonna say who it is but oh my god um <laughs> uh, but yeah no it should be good so um i want to thank everyone for downloading listening streaming um commenting liking rating reviewing please keep that up it helps so much so so much if you can do that i've noticed some sort of like charts popping up now with with a couple of my um episodes on it which is absolutely fantastic uh they're in random parts of the world at the moment but i'm honing in onto where i obviously um i'd like to be charting if that makes sense but anywhere in the world is good um so thank you for chartable for for finding all that sort of stuff out for me um apart from that there's not much else going on apart from uh these podcasts and whatnot um but i am now heading up uh total rocks live streaming content um so if any of you are interested at some point i think at the start of next year i'm going to start doing live interviews so this podcast would be live um it'll still be available to you to download um on the same days i'll be releasing them on the same schedule but when they actually get recorded um i'm hoping to do them live so uh as long as the artist has got the facilities of a webcam and whatnot to kind of have them on the show we're going to kind of experiment with that um going into next year and see if that kind of works but uh working with total rock on that side of things as well um just to sort of get some um different platforms for them uh sort of up and running so that would be things like twitch um youtube tiktok um uh, facebook live uh insta live stuff like that the kind of um using those platforms to really kind of um you know just have fun with experiment with and see where it goes and uh you know if it works it works if that's something you guys are interested in please let me know um because i want to know how you guys really watch these things um or when you tune in or if you'd actually want to watch it live or if you want it pre-recorded uh edited and and then put up or if you just want the whole live experience sort of there and there um but let us know um at uh total rock 20 on twitter um total rock on facebook and uh and hit me straight up on the 
um, socials as well. Uh, I'm DJ Force X on everything. So, um, yeah, so check that out. It's Facebook, Insta, TikTok, uh, Twitter. It's all the same handle, thankfully. Um, <laughs> so please do that. Um, but without much further ado, I am going to bring you Miko from Chroma. Enjoy. I would like to welcome to my show to have Miko from the band Chroma. Welcome, Miko. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Good. Excellent. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, the weather in Finland is grey as hell. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I'm fine. I'm actually on, uh, at our studio at the moment uh, recording some new Chroma demos. So. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, so life is good. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, it's 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 really grey here as well in England. So uh yeah, we can join you on that on that weather side of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, um but we're here to take basically um we're here to talk about your new single Slaves. Um uh, but before we do, because uh, I'm a I'm a new fan of your band, I literally only just discovered you when I got sent the single uh from your PR people and um I went back, I listened to Collapse and Stasis. Absolutely fucking love those albums. because um, I, I love anything like kind of with an electronic cross over sound um i have this sort of like uh um well it's not sort of i have a radio show like separate from this that that plays that crossover sound so it specializes in electronic rock metal remixes mashups all that kind of stuff and oh, um oh, good yeah and and your your stuff came in and it, it kind of reminded me of of it had like uh touches of like algorithm and um uh just sort of uh, that that sort of like that sort of proggy sound as well um but you back it up with lyrics as well which is really cool um, <laughs> um but what i'd like to do before we sort of start start um talking about your new single can i get your kind of like origin story so where you guys like came from you know a bit about your background and everything yeah i mean the band was formed in 2010 yep um and and the, the original members uh, me and our bass player, uh, actually, we're all original members. So we are all friends. Uh, I played in different bands in the early 2000s. I think some of us even met in the 90s. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so in 2010, we decided to, to put Chroma together. And um, from the beginning on, the plan was to combine electronic uh, sounds, electronic beats, ambiences to, to I mean, metal, which... yeah. That sort of combined both of our um, both of our passions at that time, and um, yeah, that, that's I mean the the origin story is pretty simple in that sense. Yeah. We, we decided to form a band that would play our kind of music, and so well, we did, and um, we sort of honed our skills for maybe one two years. Mm-hmm. Released our first EP late in 2011. Which is free, uh, free to download uh, in SoundCloud, I think, and also available in YouTube. Cool. And um, after that, it got sort of slightly more, more professional, if you will. Um, we released a, a real single in 2012 called Chariots, which was sort of our our first uh, first song released to a, a record label. And from then that on, we we have toured as well. 
Cool. It toured in Europe the first time in 2012, and they... Um, and we've done that pretty much ever since. We tried to tour as much as possible, even though at the moment it's, of course, yes. impossible. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, our first album collapsed in 2014, second album, Space is 2016, and yeah, pretty much that's the, the, the simple story. Yeah, Just, no, that's... Yeah, yeah. started to do music which we liked and, and, and got on from there. Excellent, excellent. No, simple's good. That's a nice. That's a good, good. Yeah. Fact, like you know, because then there's no. Obviously, you know, it's it's kind of there. There is usually a lot of drama, but uh, if there hasn't been, then that's all good. Um, yep. um, so on on the on the sort of like first couple of albums, how well were they received? Because like I said, I, this is sort of sound I look out for. I mean, sort of we're talking like I mean I go back to sort of like Ministry, Fear Factory. Um, uh the prodigy stuff like that so i kind of like have that sort of like early rave sound but also that kind of industrial like edge to it um what 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 sort of like um what influences do you guys have because obviously you said you set out to make that kind of electronic or combine electronic music with metal um so where where do those sort of like um sort of influences and everything come from yeah um the electronic influences definitely come mostly from our uh vocalist he 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 had been singing in metal bands earlier, but but as we formed Chroma, he had been without a band for I think a few years mm. at that time, and and he had been sort of fo- focusing himself in doing electronic sounds, electronic beats, electronic music, uh, but just just for the fun of it. I mean, he he didn't release anything. I think okay. So uh, when he decided to the vocalist in the band it was sort of uh, it was sort of clear that if he comes with him will come the electronic sound as well or the electronic influences i think he's very much influenced in trip hop like massive attack freaky um head kind of thing and and since then because the electronic music scene i think evolves constantly on a very rapid pace so that I, for for example, can't keep up with that, but he can. <laughs> so I think in the 2010s he's been, I think, listening, probably influenced as well by Broken Note, uh, uh, Noisia, uh, Black Sun Empire, these kinds of yeah of dubstep, uh, drum and bass uh, outfits. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's that's we we try to combine the origins of our electronic interest i mean the trip hop uh maybe prodigy as well and then try to evolve as the electronic scene evolves you know yeah try to listen listen what they are doing at the moment maybe some new new ways of doing sound new ways of doing beats and try to try to sort of combine that to our sound which is not really easy because and then the uh, the metal influence definitely comes from our from my background from our our base players background uh we've been listening to i mean we started with new metal mm-hmm. in the 90s rage against the machine uh deftones kind of things then in the 2000s came metalcore i i, I myself i love kill switch engage for example nice. even though i i don't know if it can be heard in our sound but uh it's definitely an influence as a as a guitar player and and definitely the, the sort of the technical side of playing guitar that, that band is a great influence for me. And the metal scene has evolved as well. So we've been, of course, keeping 
one eye in what is happening out there. Yeah. I mean, all the death core, uh, the, the, the new gent kind of things. Of course, they, they, we, we know what's going on. Mm. But as we are a bit older players already, I think the, the, the origins in our playing come from the 90s. And from the 90s, alternative metal sound yes. originally. Yeah. Fear Factory, definitely. A bit of Meshuga as well. Yep. Um, yeah. Cool, cool. I mean, I, I mean, I was, I was in my sort of like early or late teens and early twenties during that new metal era, and and I absolutely love that that sort of like sound, Deftones, Rage, Biscuit, all that lot. Um, I was in a new metal band myself for a good ten years as well, so it was. <laughs> yeah. I very much love that sound, and like going through like with Kill Switch and stuff as well. That's really cool, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously with the sort of electronic side, I'm a DJ, so it that 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 scene i've always been interested in with drum and bass dubstep house um techno all that kind of stuff so no that's why i love that kind of like melding pot of melting those two genres together because it's like it's two passions of mine so um that's really cool that's really cool so um yeah you've just released a new single uh called slaves um and it's from a, it's going to be from a forthcoming album that's coming out next year. Um, but tell us about Slaves, because um, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, but this must have been made during the COVID uh, lockdown. <laughs> but apparently it was done beforehand. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, we wrote the song in early 2019. Okay. Uh, and our vocalist who, who writes all our, uh, all our lyrics, he wrote the lyrics in 2019 summer, I think. And uh, the song was basically already uh, that that version, which which is now being released. That that version was basically already done in October 2019. Okay, uh, remixed it uh, this this um, uh, past spring because we had the chance. We originally thought we would have the third album out in very early 2020. Okay, so the album is actually been the whole album has been ready since 2019, but then. The world changed, and and now we are sort of waiting and trying to find the the best best sort of cooperation partner for the release, which is which is not easy at this time. No, but uh, yeah, the, the the song was written in 2019, recorded then, and then as we as we embarked on the on the ginger macro European tour where we supported them, we played that every night the song on on that tour. Nice. So yeah, basically, it was actually called "Slaves for the Virus." Ah, <laughs> but uh, we, we decided to to remove the "for the virus" since we thought yeah. everyone would be pretty much really, really, really fed up with the word yeah. "virus." <laughs> that was a wise but choice. I think that yeah, I think "slaves" is a better title anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's got I... more impact. It does, it does. I mean, when I listened to it, like like I said beforehand, it was like I thought it may have been written like during this this lockdown we're having because it is about a virus. It is about kind of that kind of element of of control and things like that 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 people have sort of seen and um and what we're going through to be honest and um yeah no it's really funny to hear like you that that was all written beforehand and you've kind of become prophets in that sense. Yeah, yeah. But it is funny and uh, also also sort of slightly slightly awkward as we thought yes. we don't want definitely don't want to capitalize on the on this situation that is going on in the yeah. world. But the song was written, the song was recorded. Yeah. There was no changing the lyrics anymore unless we wanted to really, you know, write a new song on the on the same music. Yeah. But that we didn't want to do and the, the lyrics are pretty 
pretty awesome in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, our vocalist Riku, he's a, he's a great, great lyric, lyricist as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so we decided to leave it as is. No, that's good. That's good. You want to stick with your sort of artistic, like, side of things. And even though the world is going through what it's going through, you know, like you had this done, you had this written before that. And it's something that you don't want to have to rewrite something just because of what's going on, really. um, But it's, I mean, it's a fantastic song. I really love it. I'm looking forward to hearing the album um, once you guys have got that ready and for next year. But um, I mean, talking of the sort of like, you know, because you delayed stuff, like apart from the sort of delaying the album, how is like that? kind of a, like you know awkward well not awkward it's not awkward it's kind of difficult to ignore covid um and and yeah. how, how it's affected artists around the world because i've been quite fortunate to speak to various artists around the world including yourself and and everyone's kind of got a different way that they've been dealing with it but how how have you as a band and as a person kind of been sort of working your way through this sort of time well as a band pretty much all our plans got cancelled or, or moved. Mm. We we managed to play two two gigs in two thousand twenty in February in Finland before before actually all the all the, the worldwide lockdown took place and before uh we could uh, or at the time we could still travel and we actually supported a, a um an American band called Three Teeth okay. uh, in Finland for two shows. In February I think that w- those shows were one of the last ones done by an international artist since then everything got closed here in, in uh, early early March yeah uh, after that we I mean first we wondered a bit mm-hmm. and actually the lockdown was pretty pretty tense in Finland in March and in April so we couldn't pretty much do anything okay. just sat at home as, okay. as I think in, in all other parts of the world as well yeah then when when, when things loosened up a bit in, during the summer we got together. Uh, we finalized the mix of our album, which was, as I said, it was done already in the autumn. But now suddenly we had more time in our hands, so we decided to sort of revisit the mixes a bit. Okay. And uh, and try to uh, and and then actually did a new master of it. Now, that, so that's so we utilized the the pause in that sense in a good way. Okay. Cool. Uh, then we we cut the slaves video, which was just uh, a lot of a live footage shot during that ginger tour in, in 2019. Yeah, so that was a that was a, a hard work as well. And then we yeah, fortunately we had the we we had the time to sit down and actually do the edit in a, in a sort of a thorough fashion. Yeah, from that one one and a half hours of material of one song we, <laughs> because we we played like 37 shows on that tour and we probably recorded the song six or seven times oh wow yeah and then tried to try to choose the best footage yeah you know uh, that that would fit together fit as as to, together in this one thir- three three and a half minute video the best mm. yeah so that that was good we had more time to do that than we thought uh, yeah, then we started planning already, looking what could be done. Can we play some shows? Uh, it turned out we couldn't. We actually had a few festival shows booked, which of course got all cancelled. Yeah. Then we had some club shows booked for for uh, November, and they all got moved, so they will now take place in in May two thousand twenty one. Okay. And they, um, yeah, 
Then we, we took part in, in a, on a few uh, virtual festivals, which was cool. And also uh, we premiered the, the Slaves video uh, on one of those. And then we made another remix for one of our songs on, uh, for another festival. So those kinds of things you can do when you don't have much, uh, much anything else to do than to sit at home. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we tried to make the best out of the time. And I said, now I'm, I'm writing new demos. So even though the third album isn't out even yet, we try to, you know, come up with some new material so that we then have it done when yeah. we actually get to record the fourth album sometimes. <laughs> no, yeah. so it's so as a band, yeah, yeah. So as a band, uh, uh, even though we we cannot play live, we try to try to make make the best out of the situation. Mm. Um, as a person, I mean, summer was okay. Uh, the situation in Finland in summer was pretty good. I actually traveled. I went to Estonia, which is the, uh, our southern neighbor. Ah. <laughs> and they also had a good uh, good situation in the summer. So I took the boat and went there for a weekend. Uh, other than that, I stayed at home. And uh, now things are looking worse again. And there's nothing much else to do than to, than to be at home or uh, at the studio or do some work from home. Yeah. So... Yeah, but I, I think I'm I'm doing okay personally. Excellent. Yeah. Just wondering, wondering when is when is this going going to end? Yeah, no, it's, it's certainly something that's obviously affecting a lot of people around the world, um, including myself. Yeah. You know, trying to plan stuff with the family and whatnot. But it, it's just sort of like even now because I I DJ nightclubs as well, so um, yeah. they're closed. They've been closed since since March, and yeah. and I don't see them opening again for quite a while here. Um, I'm trying to yeah. sort of like be positive about it and trying to like, you know, maybe sort of you know, see if we, I'm doing like online live streams and stuff like that, but it's just, it's just trying to sort of, um, figure out or at least it's, I don't know if it's just taking the guessing out of it would be nice because all these sort of yeah. plans we put together are being, you know, pushed back further and further and further. Obviously, you know, health comes first. It's not, you know, it, yeah. it's that kind of thing, but there's also that element of, of wanting to scratch that creative itch or perform because that's what you guys do you know yeah that that's what you've that's what you've dedicated your life to um to a certain yeah. degree is is that side of it and it's sort of you know you don't want to feel selfish for trying to express yourself but at the same time you've got that kind of like safety aspect and stuff but it's just sort of it's that wondering aspect that i'm sort of still almost but i've I sort of like got over it for a little bit but i've kind of got it back again after i think after this second lockdown it's that kind of what's going to happen <laughs> yeah know? yeah me too and, and i have to say i i am really fed up of course at this time oh yes yes i, I, I was already optimistic or, or my my mindset was optimistic and now it's it's darkening again but yeah, yeah i said health comes first and um and yeah it is what it is it is yeah exactly it is what it is we you know yeah. no no one's dealt with this sort of thing before so it's just sort of we've got to you know help each other out kind of thing so yeah you know help each other out get through it and whatnot and you know see what happens at the other end you know it's that kind of it's yeah just waiting to see what happens um yeah mika i've got a couple of questions left for you if that's all right and i can yeah. i can let you go at that point um if that's all right so i've got these um sort of like the sort of like ending questions that i always ask everyone um the first one is what i'd like to find out are specifically three albums for you that really kind of like um you know pinnacle albums. so the one that kind of inspired you to pick up the guitar 
um or inspired you to make music the one that kind of you know maybe the first album that you really heard or anything like that if you've got like three sort of like pivotal albums that you can kind of pinpoint certain life sort of points to that kind of shape the person that you are today yeah definitely uh, i mean I, I started playing guitar in, in 1995 so it's been a while <laughs> so maybe i'll just i'll just at that time the i think the album that got me to pick up the guitar had to be iron maiden's number of the beast oh nice which was at that time i was like 14 years old maybe 15 years old at that time and uh, uh, that album obviously was already old back then <laughs> but hearing that I had heard some Maiden before but uh, after hearing Number of the Beast uh, I was like yeah this is really cool this, these songs are really really nice and I want to learn how to play them nice yeah so that's that's I actually picked up the bass first I played bass for the first okay. year and then I switched to guitar so for a bass player, of course, uh, Iron Maiden songs are, are challenging yet uh, interesting because yes. there's so much going on with the bass. Got but that yeah, kind of I actually learned them. Learned the, <laughs> exactly. So I learned the songs first with bass, uh, or the the ones I could. I could not play play the album throughout. And then when I switched to guitar, then I I relearned them with the guitar. Nice. The melodies, you know, the the Maiden melody clicks. They yeah. they always carry around in their songs yeah so then in the 2000s when when things got down tuned <laughs> and and sort of uh new metal alternative metal became more interesting to me then i think i would have to mention deftones is white pony oh nice but white pony by deftones yeah that's um, definitely a, a very very a very important album for me and then if i have mention uh, or name a third one then it would be kill switch engages uh alive or just breathing okay cool that's a good one yeah those those would be my three albums of choice nice i mean th those are solid albums from my youth as well um i mean iron maiden yes number of the beast absolute classic i was a i'm a bass player yeah. as well and yeah just sort of trying to play those it's it's interesting like because you, you got a gallop with your three fingers and yeah. <laughs> to try and mimic his sound and whatnot. Um, Deftones, White Pony, absolutely fantastic albums. It's about to celebrate yeah. its or is celebrating its twentieth anniversary this year, um, yeah, which, which baffles me completely because it still sounds so fresh. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I absolutely adore that album. Uh, I mean, I adore the Deftones, um, and I was quite fortunate to see them back in like nineteen ninety six or ninety seven. So, nice. um, I, was... I actually saw them on the White Pony tour. They were playing on a huge festival in Finland, oh, and nice. the album had came out on the previous Wednesday. So I actually had not heard the album yet when they played it. So in that sense, the the show I sort of missed some aspects of the show because I didn't know the songs. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that that was a great great show. Amazing. But no, I did not see them in the nineties when they were doing their Around the Fur. Yeah, that was that around was the, the tour. Fur, that was the tour yeah. I saw them on. Was around the fur. They played in London, um, and um, yeah, and yeah, they were great. I mean, they, actually, the whole gig is actually online as well. I found it like a couple of months ago. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. So the I have to check it out. Yeah, London yeah. Astoria '97 or '96, and um, yeah, I was at that show. It was great, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kill Switch Engage, another one. Um, like throughout the years that band have been great i mean going back to alive and just breathing um or just breathing is is that's a fantastic album and and i absolutely love what they did last year um 
with um when they got both the singers involved on a track and yeah. that totally blew me away <laughs> i was like because i love jesse's sound and i love howard's sound like yeah. they both got their own unique sort of styles when it comes to vocals but when they were like obviously you know people have their favorite kill switch but when they both kind of like on the same track i was just like this is fucking amazing <laughs> yeah that's the, that's the one track on the new album right i yes. cannot remember its name though at the uh, signal fire but, uh, i think it's cool yeah exactly signal fire yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely, like, that's that's three fantastic choices there. I applaud you on that. It's good. <laughs> um, Thank uh, you. Um, so what are your, um, like, hobbies away from music? So when you're not doing stuff for Chroma or even, like, writing music for yourself, is there anything, like, hobby-wise you get up to? Well, hobby-wise, um, I try to do a bit of sports, uh, jogging, going to the gyms, okay, very, very unregularly, but doing it, <laughs> uh, playing some Pedal, you know that that that's uh, uh, I think uh, a, a sort of a, a, re- a relate uh, it's related to tennis and I think originated in either South America or in in Spain. Okay, Adel Adel oh. Pedal. I'm I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but it's a very fun sport. Really, really on the rise in Finland. Cool. Uh, you play it basically on a on a smaller field than tennis. Yeah, but uh, with a tennis ball. Or actually, it's a paddle ball, but it's very similar to a tennis ball. And then you have two players on both sides, and, and uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. It's, cool. it's like tennis, but you don't have to actually be very techni- technical. Okay, you can still enjoy it, and and you get still get to play um, long long balls. Excellent. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And that is also um, at the moment uh, that's that's not possible because the, the Fatal halls are closed, yeah. but uh, yeah, in the summer, during the summer we did that with friends. Uh, then yeah, I read, I try to try to consume some culture, you know, movies, yeah. uh, books. Um, of course, then work outside of music. Uh, your um, your normal office work. I, I I I'm a writer actually. Okay. I, I'm a journalist. Okay, cool. Or jur- journalist slash content writer. So yeah, try to do that as well. At the moment, it's also a bit uh, more difficult than it than than it used to be. But I uh, hope things get better. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Miko, thank you very much for your time. Um, thank you so much. I really it's appreciate a pleasure taking I really part pre- in your podcast. Excellent, and I'll, I'll let, obviously I'll let you know guys know when it goes out and everything like that. Um, but yeah, good luck with everything going into the new year and whatnot. Um, hopefully, everything will open up next year and we can get back to gigging and stuff and whatnot um but if you guys hit england at all i'm gonna do my damn well best to be there um, <laughs> thank you so much uh, by the way in which in which uh, city are you based um i'm based uh the nearest city to me is london okay um yeah. i'm about sort of 30 40 miles outside of london um but i'm also near the wow. sort of like south coast as well i'm kind of in between london Great. i hope i really hope we can come back i mean we 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 played five shows in england in in uh, last december and it was great cool was it was that really you, was my that... first time playing in in england for any any of my bands so really really oh, nice. great experience was that on the ginger tour or was that yeah yeah, yeah we played london then birmingham uh newcastle manchester and bristol okay cool, cool. Yeah. yeah i had um was... i had tatiana on the show actually recently um, oh, nice. which was cool because yeah. they obviously they've got they just released their live album so um but yeah no that's really that's another that's a really cool i wish i could have been there for that tour to be honest 
because two absolutely stellar bands. <laughs> yeah, that that was a really really great experience, and I hope we can we can come back uh, either on 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 a on either as a part of a bigger tour or on our uh, for our own shows. Let's yeah. see what's happen what, what's happening next year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I will do my best to be there um, on that front because, um, I, I, like I said, I'm enjoying your music. Um, I've got your albums on kind of like rotation uh, with a bunch of other stuff sort of like shuffled up. But um, all right, Miko, well, I'll let you go, man. Um, thank you very much again, um, and you have a good rest of your evening. Thank you, too. Uh, you, too, as, um, as well. And, uh, yeah, let's hope to meet. I hope to meet you in, in England. Yes, definitely, year. definitely. Yep. Have Ooh, a, thank you very much. Have a good one, man. Bye-bye. Thank you, you too. Bye. Cheers.